by Rebecca Spencer. from almost the halfway line. Welcome everybody to N17 Women, the only podcast devoted to Tottenham Hotspur women and our first in-season podcast this year, which sadly we are a little depleted for. Abby is gallivanting off in Italy somewhere with very little Wi-Fi and unfortunately Rachel is ill. We put it off in the hope she would get better. She didn't make it to Stamford Bridge, but she's now lost her voice. So no chance for her to join us this evening. Fingers crossed they'll both be back with us next week. So let's have a look at that starting lineup. So we were at Stamford Bridge, uh, a a replay almost of our first ever um, FA uh, Women's Super League game. And a little bit of a, a different setup, having had such a disappointing season last season and having had no knowledge, really, of what was going on in pre-season beyond a little bit of information. So we hadn't seen the team play. We didn't know what to expect. We weren't 100% sure about the lineup. I think the lineup probably wasn't too much of a surprise in the end. Becky in goal, then a back four of Haz, Luana, Molly and Ash with Olga and Evelina in that sort of defensive midfield role, Celine, Drew and Grace sort of uh, in slightly more attacking positions in the midfield with Martha up front, or at least that's what Spurs play tell us was the <laughs> setup. But uh, I think probably not too much surprise there. Uh, Becky getting a start, which was great. And that left back, right back situation where lots of people have been saying, we haven't got a left back. And I've been saying, we've got Ash. I turned out to be correct. Doesn't happen often, but I turned out to be correct. Ash was at left back, has filling in at right back. What did you make of that starting lineup, Caroline? Well, I was delighted to see Becky starting in goal because I had been very cynical and thinking that, you know, the club had brought in this new keeper. She was going to replace Becky, even though, you know, obviously we know Becky had had such a great World Cup campaign. But I think she proved in this game, you know, why she should at the very least be in contention for holding down that number one spot for Spurs because uh, she had a really, really great performance. And I think a lot of her bravery and goal kind of allowed us to be brave on the ball from the defense as well. So that was really important to sort of creating that attacking foundation from the back. And she made some great saves. You know, we know that she's capable of those really, you know, great reaction sh- uh, saves So that was on full display. And yeah, I couldn't be happier with her performance. But like you said, with the fullback situation, I I still don't think it's ideal that Angerad is starting as a fullback. And I think there were definitely a few times when she was kind of caught out from a defensive perspective. Uh, Although we did see she had quite a few good moments going forward. So ideally, it, it would be nice to see somebody else playing at that right fullback position so that she can get further up the pitch. But otherwise, I think the the lineup was pretty much as expected. I guess the only slight surprise was Grace getting a, a start on her debut, but she more than earned it, in my opinion. I think she played really great and showed exactly why the club wanted to bring her in, even if it is just a season-long loan for now. And I mean, I guess we have to talk about Martha as well, because she had a fabulous debut. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean... Uh... I think uh, what was it? it? We had 15 shots from our from our team, which was the most Chelsea have faced in I think a, a good 10 years or so. So that's pretty impressive. Obviously, we'll get a few more shots on target, but away from the goalkeeper, as you know, as everybody gets warmed up and 
things. But yeah, great to see Martha making some great runs and being in the box. And, you know, what we've been saying for a few seasons, get people in the box and things will happen. And, and the goal that she did score was a, a cheeky one. But, that you know, we've been longing for that kind of Rachel Williams willingness just to pounce on anything. And we might have it again now. Uh, so so that was great. And I did see the interview with Becky. I, I don't know if you saw the interview Becky did with Sky, she was talking about how actually in the last couple of seasons, based on her performance with Spurs, she was maybe beginning to question whether she was still up for a season of football. But her her time at the World Cup has reinvigorated her and really made her hungry again, which is great because that's what we all want is a is a Becky back to her best because we know that that she hasn't been and she can do so much better. So yeah, great to see her starting, and I think her starting probably also gives some reassurance to the back four or at least those who've been around before I think certainly Ash I I feel responds really well to Becky and feels confident with Becky there and that's a good thing isn't it to have your defenders feeling confident in their goalkeeper so yeah um, but pretty much what we were expecting from starting lineup from what we'd heard and certainly from Robert's comments after the game I think Grace will be a uh, will be in there starting whenever she's fit because he seemed very impressed with her as well so the first half we did come away at the end of the first half, one goal down. Chelsea scored in the 28th minute. But this was our first chance to see what Robert Spurs women looked like. I think uh, in the ground, we kept turning to ourselves and sort of saying, what's going on? Who are these? What's going on? Who are these players? Because their passing, despite it being against Chelsea, was slick. It, their players looked confident on the ball. They were taking their time on the ball and not looking hurried. I mean, I think we were all at the end of the first half, despite being one goal down, pretty happy with the performance. We Would you agree with that, Caroline? Definitely. And I think, you know, Robert spoke after the game about how there were times when we were really taking the game to Chelsea. And I agree. I think we didn't look like the away team um, in this match for, for large portions of it. I will admit there was a time in the second half where I think fitness levels were starting to lag a bit. But for the most part, it it was clear that we were actually there to compete and we weren't just hunkering down, absorbing pressure like we've seen in this fixture in the past. So that was just super refreshing to see. And of course, you know, Chelsea just have a totally stacked squad and it's it's hard to keep out players of that quality from scoring a goal. And I know their first goal was by me official, you know, a really promising young American player. And watching back the highlights this morning before we recorded, I, you know, I noticed that it was Luana Buhler who was responsible for marking her in that moment. And that was something I had kind of picked up on watching her at the World Cup was she's not very good in the air, at least from what I've seen, you know, limited sample size. But that, you know, that could be kind of a an area of improvement for her to work on. But otherwise, I felt like we dealt with Chelsea's attacks pretty well in the first half. And we at least were getting some good opportunities going forward. I think mostly it was kind of those like long through balls um, that we were seeing from Olga. I think Drew as well. And Martha, she was making all the right runs. So I was happy with her from that perspective. It was just a matter of like the finishing needing to be a little more clinical. Um, but, you know, it's it's to be expected with a player who's brand new to the team as well. So, yeah, no yeah. complaints, honestly, about the first half. I felt really positive going into halftime. Yeah, I think we all did a great, great first half and uh, and really something for us to look forward to. But we all know that sometimes when we play the big teams, we can feel confident at halftime and then the second half comes. 
<laughs> and three or four goals go in and it's not so good. But that's not what happened this time. So the first 10 minutes of the second half were completely different from the first half, I would say. Chelsea were completely dominant. We did not look good and Chelsea scored a second goal on the 51st minute. And yeah, it wasn't looking great. But after 10 minutes of not really dealing with Chelsea well, Spurs seemed to find their feet again. And the rest of the second half, I would say, was kind of like switched between the two sides. I think both sides were starting to tire. There were times when we were better. There were times when Chelsea were better. And we did get a goal on the 76th minute. Uh, a little bit of a, a scrappy scrappy one, but a goal nonetheless. And by the end, the Chelsea fans were all whistling because they wanted the ref to blow the whistle, which I think has never happened when we played one of the big teams before. That's a pretty impressive feat in and of itself. What did you make of the second half, Caroline? Uh, I also really enjoyed that end to the game where I think it was Fischl again, taking the ball to the corner, um, you know, frantically waiting for the whistle. That was pretty unexpected, you know, going into the season that we were going to be improved quite that much, that we were a legitimate threat. But I do think earlier in the second half, they had had that goal that really should have been given that went just over the line. I mean, we could have a conversation about how ridiculous it is that we still don't have goal line technology even, let alone VAR in this league. But it is what it is. And I think it's it's probably a good thing that they scored right after so that controversy didn't blow up completely because <laughs> we've had enough controversy at Tottenham um, over this week. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we will talk about, you know, the, the men's situation, but... Yeah, so I think they rightfully deserve to get that goal right afterwards. I think it was Lauren James that scored that one. And then I mean but I after- think partly they got that goal because we all kind of went to sleep a little bit because we thought they should have had it. Yes. You could you could tell Ash lying on her stomach knew the ball had gone over the line and was just like mm-hmm. waiting for the whistle to go and it didn't and she so had to get up and play again. So I think um, I think that was the one of the reasons they scored was because we were all like, Well, what it wasn't given. Yeah, totally. I agree. But I think that after we scored, uh, we really pushed on from there and we're trying hard to get a second goal. And I think Jess, you know, one of the good things about, I think, the way the game was managed by Robert was that he was pretty proactive in making early subs, which wasn't always something we saw last season. Um, And I thought Jess Naz made a really big impact because for one thing, there was that chance where Martha Thomas, her shot went just wide of the net, so close to going in. But it was Jess who had really worked hard pressing in the build up to that. Um, And her cross into the box was not quite as clean. (laughs) But, you know, as we saw, Martha was still able to get on the end of it and, and nearly scored. So I was really pleased to see her make an impact off the bench. I mean, I thought Jess made a really good contribution when she mm-hmm. came on. And she looked like she was back to that kind of scrapping best that we love about her, which stealing the ball and things, which is what we love when it comes to Jess. So Olga and Drew went off and Asmita and Jess came on. And Asmita was getting right up in the box as well. You know, uh, she was really getting up there and even going on to the other side in the box. Um, so really uh, attacking play from her. And also we saw a couple of really good defensive moments from her as well, I thought. And then a little bit later, Celine came off and Roz came on. And later again, Grace came off and Kit came on. Those were the substitutions in the second half. So, yeah, what did you feel about those? Well, I would have loved to see Kit come on a little bit earlier. But obviously, I understand the rationale for leaving Grace on because she was having a great game. But ho- hopefully we'll see Kit featuring more often because I think she's you know one of our most creative players and someone who could really be important this season. Yeah, Azmita, I agree. I thought we saw some really good things from her. And, you know, again... Why are we playing 
has James at right back when Asmita is right there. I don't get it. Um, so hopefully that's going to be a change <laughs> coming up for the next game for the starting lineup. Roz, I don't know. It's I, I think it was kind of a, a typical Roz performance and that she was doing the right things, but the execution wasn't always there. So yeah, I don't I don't know that she's going to be having as big of a role this season, considering some of the other attacking talent that we've brought in. So that kind of is what it is. But yeah, I thought they were smart subs overall and gave us a really good chance to try to push for that equalizer. And I think we can feel, you know, obviously there was the goal that didn't count for Chelsea. And I think there's a little bit of debate over whether the other one that got ruled out if there really was an offside, I could see the argument for it. But, you know, overall, it's it's probably the right result. But we we were very close to getting a point out of that. Yes, we're certainly um, getting closer and closer, aren't we, to getting those results. And Chelsea are the biggest team in the league. So getting closer to a result against them is incredible. Although, you know, with the caveat that we know they, they start slowly every year. But still, only a one-goal deficit is a good thing. Let's think about our... our, our we've spoken about has a little bit. Luana and Molly, how did we? How did you feel about their developing um, relationship? Molly made some great goal line saves. Yeah, and also it was great to see Molly as the captain for this match. You know, with Beth injured, I think she she really did a great job from the leadership perspective as well because it looked like she, you know, hardly stopped talking to her teammates throughout the game. But yeah, I lost count of how many goal line clearances she made. Um, she was incredible. I don't think Luana had quite as strong of a game. But I know Robert talked in his post game about her needing to kind of adjust to, you know, the English league. And it, it, it did seem like she had some nerves going on. <laughs> but I think that once they well, develop that chemistry together, I think they're going to be a strong partnership. So I'm not I'm not feeling like concerned about it. Yeah, absolutely. Ash had, I guess you might say a quieter game than we expect, certainly in the first half. She didn't really get involved in the attacks. Second half, we did see her starting to get forward, and 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 as usual, um, made some good um, some good runs and some good passes, and was, was looking a bit threatening. And considering that she was having to try and uh, look after Lauren James, which she hasn't always been hugely successful with in the past, I thought she she did a much better job this time. Yeah, definitely, and. I do think she kind of grew into the game and had a much stronger second half because we saw her quite involved in the attack in the second half. But that's kind of, I think, the challenge for Ash is that, you know, she's she's playing in a more defensive role positionally in this game, but we know that she has those attacking instincts. And I think for her, the key this season is just going to be like finding that balance within her own game because I think sometimes she takes it upon herself to be too many things in one one game. But at the same time, like you can never fault her effort either. You know, she's she's one of those players who who really gives it all for the badge. So I'm happy that she she started in this game and is still considered, you know, one of the key players for us, because I think she is. And I think the way that we look like we're going to play, which is mirroring how the men play, is that those fullbacks are expected to get forward. So I think playing at fullback in this kind of setup is different from playing at fullback under previous managers, maybe. And so being an attacking player isn't isn't going to be so problematic as a fullback playing under Robert, hopefully, and hopefully even playing at fullback, Ash can still get forward. And we did see in that second half, both her and, as I say, um, Azmita getting forward and both being in the box at various times. So hopefully it's going to be the best of both worlds from Ash. And as I say, you know, Lauren James and her speed, she, you know, she defies most people and in the past has led to um, penalties and all sorts of things with her and Ash. But this this time round, 
to a large extent, I think Ash contained her and and we did well on that left side and the the threat came down the other wing a lot of the time. So that was good to see. Yeah, and I think the reason that the fullbacks were able to get forward more in the second half to, to a certain point is that Olga was doing a really great job of keeping the midfield calm, possessing the ball, keeping it moving. I, I didn't feel like the midfield was kind of a black hole like we've seen at times in the past. So it was unfortunate that she had to sub out so early because uh, it looked like she was you know, carrying a bit of a knock. She'd taken some heavy challenges, which brings me to my other point, which is that it's crazy that there was only one yellow card in this match that Drew got. Because <laughs> I think there were there were definitely some iffy challenges from Chelsea that could have been called as well. But I, I think Olga's going to be really transformative for this team. And it's, it's good to hear that there are no new injuries going into the next game. So it sounds like whatever Olga was suffering with in this match was not like long-term or serious. So thank God. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and Evelina, another new partnership there with Olga, um, a, a, a quietly solid performance, I think, from Evelina in this game. Not as much, uh, there was a little bit of muddy socks, but not as much as uh, we really love to see from Evelina. So that's another that's another key partnership, isn't it? I think that's going to develop over the season. Yeah. And I also think Drew had a really good game as well. Some of the passes that she was putting into Martha were just phenomenal. So I'm hoping to see that partnership grow as well. But I agree, Evelina, you know, she was she was very solid. And that was another player that I was kind of uncertain if she was going to be getting a start in this match. And I think she she definitely did enough to be included in the next one. Yes, Robert's already said uh, some difficult decisions ahead of the next game because everybody wants to be playing and obviously we've got a few players coming back from injury we don't so we're not sure exactly when those players will be coming back still more to come from that perspective just just finishing off just talk about Celine for me from that game we've all said that she is a player we're going to watch this season and hope she has a really breakthrough season did she start well I think so. She and Martha seem to have a good connection right off the bat. The the goal for her, I think this season is going to be more end product because we saw, you know, she's got the technical skill. She's making the right decisions, but I would really love to see her scoring more this season as well as assisting. But I, I think this was a good start. She wasn't like the standout performer for me on the day. Um, I think Grace on the left wing was a little bit stronger, but you can still see, you know, the potential that she has. And I think she just needs to be starting more regularly, too, because obviously it was hard for her to build up momentum last season and get into any real form because she was kind of, you know, in and out of the starting lineup. So, yeah, just more consistency. Yes. Yeah, she she did struggle last season, but she and Grace also seem to be developing quite a good bond off the off the field and seem to be good mates from all the videos that we're watching so hopefully Celine isn't missing Nikki too much from that perspective she's found a new buddy so it's going to be interesting to see how those relationships develop but I think generally speaking we're all uh, in a good place um, watching that team and the way that Robert spoke did you see his uh, pre-match talk and how he built in to dare is to do which I thought was uh, very clever yeah he knows exactly how to tug our heartstrings already <laughs> but genuinely I, I loved that I feel like I think he really does get it kind of in the same way we've been talking about with Ange on the men's side it just feels like the mood around the whole club is just so good right now and I think having this sort of underdog mentality to an extent has kind of helped in that you know it's just been really energizing for the players and they're kind of like we're just going to get out there do our thing and see what happens 
you know, kind of no expectations. So I think that that really helped us have the right mentality against Chelsea to not be like overawed or intimidated by the quality of their squad. We just were focused on playing our game. And I think they did that well. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it, to see going out and not kind of we've I think we've moved up a level from I can remember under Karen Hill's kind of that kind of almost her sort of saying, yeah, well, we're not going to win against Arsenal, can we? which as a fan, you were like, yeah, no, that's fine. But that's not what you want your manager to be saying. And then moving up through. And now I think we're at a stage where we've got a manager who's, you know, saying actually next year, we're going to be pushing for those Champions League spots. And we do want to be tussling with the top. You know, we, that's, that's where this club should be. And I was lucky enough to be at the fan forum where they had, captain and, and manager from both sides and Daniel Levy as well. And I have to say, it's just nice to sit there and, and feel like a, there was a group of adults on the stage talking responsibly about the club and saying things in the way that you want them to be said. You know, I had my nephew with me and there was nothing that they said. That I was like, oh, that's not what you should be saying kind of thing. So, you know, it's all about taking things in a grown up way, not getting carried away with the highs or the lows and just playing the football. It's interesting as well looking at the, I don't know if you've read a lot of the previews that people have been doing. Most people seem to be thinking that we're just going to be, you know, that kind of also ran group. I don't think anybody's really seriously thinking we're facing relegation this year, but nobody's thinking we're going to be challenging for anything. We're not going to be one of the chasing pack this year. But I think that plays to our advantage because we've only had one season where we were off. Season before that, we were the best of the rest. So I think for their, that expectation not to be there is probably a good thing and, and, and plays to our advantage. I mean, hopefully we can show a few people that we have got something up our sleeve this season. And I think that performance on Sunday has given a lot of us even more hope that that's the case. Yeah, I think something that's coming into play with a lot of those predictions um, and those season previews is that our manager was a bit of an unknown, you know, coming from outside the WSL. So I think maybe folks have been underestimating him a little bit. It seems like we really have got a proper coach in. You know, you could see tactically we looked just miles away from what we were last season. Like there was an actual foundation to our playing style, like clear patterns of attack, varied attacks. So I I think a lot of people are going to be regretting (laughs) predicting that we could be, you know, possibly struggling again this season or, you know, kind of bottom of the mid table. I know I'm feeling more positive than I was in the preseason. It didn't help that we didn't get to see any of our preseason matches. So we really had no idea what we were going to look like, but if we can play this well against, you know, arguably the best team in women's club football, what can't we do? You know, well, we get the opportunity to turn it on its head uh, this weekend and we go home again, back to Brisbane road and face our first game of the season um, as a home game. And the visitors are Bristol city who have just been promoted from from the championship. Of course, they were in the WSL a couple of years ago, relegated and promoted. Their manager is, of course, our former assistant manager. So we'll know some of the players. But this is this is our opportunity really to see, I think, really how, you know, the other, the opposite end of the scale, how are we going to do against a team who are predicted to be struggling this season, who are predicted to find it difficult as the gap between the, the Super League and the Championship grows. I think each year it grows a little bit and I think it, it is becoming more difficult to stay up. So what do you hope for Sunday's game, Caroline? 
I hope that we're going to see the exact same mentality that we saw from the squad in the Chelsea game. We want to be in that kind of situation where no matter who the opponent is, we're approaching it with the same confidence. Admittedly, I don't know a lot about Bristol City, about their squad, but I think just based off their first result of the season, they shipped four goals. So we should really be licking our chops approaching this game. Um, you know, especially with getting so many shots on target against Chelsea, like there's really no reason that we shouldn't be getting all three points in this game, in my opinion. So just take it seriously, approach it with the same intent to control the game whenever possible. And, you know, hopefully we get some more players on the score sheet um, besides just Martha, although I would love for her to score again. (laughs) (laughs) We could have lots of people scoring, let's hope. Um, I mean, obviously, Bristol did score a couple as well against Leicester, so have got some firepower themselves. So that's, uh, you know, something to be wary of. They're not going to roll over with the way we played against Chelsea. I think we've got every reason to hope that we can start getting some points on the, get well, getting three points on the board and hopefully get some good number of goals to give us some confidence. But we shall see. We will be back next week following the Bristol City game to uh, dissect that, hopefully with our uh, our colleagues with us to give us a little bit of a helping hand with that and we shall get the hot takes from Abby and from Rachel as well but thank you for joining us on this first pod of the season we hope we've uh, dissected the game for you well enough and that you'll join us again next week but until then come on you Spurs (laughs) 